You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 668. Extraction Distraction. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We missed last week. Boo-hoo. You missed one, one flipping week. Okay? You know, sometimes we got stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff going on. And boy, yeah. we have this, this actually the entire month of August is going to be nuts. It really, really is. And, and we're, we're going to see what happens. But who knows? It could be a crazy time. Um, uh, before we get started, I think that Gaz and I need to go into great detail about yes. Apple, Apple's quarterly updates. I Ga- think, yeah, I've got, I've got seven pages of notes. So Excellent. do you want to, do you want to read the first line? Yes. Okay. I'll take this. I'll take the first line. Yep. Let's see. Here it is. Nope. All was perfectly normal. I guess we can just kind of end with moving that on. <laughs> Well, um, like, like I said, well, we didn't have a show last week. Uh, I, I took I took my wife Tracy to the Pennsylvania Ren Fair, which is something that we are want to do at times. And we took my son Peter and his girlfriend uh, Liza, and we had a you wonderful say Manelli and I say Manelli exactly. Yeah, Manelli. What? <laughs> Liza. Um, oh. Liza. And the weird thing is that is spelled uh, L-E-S-Y-A. Right. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> um, and the, part of the reason why we wanted to have a, a good time that weekend was because that last Monday was not a good time. It was, it was really, really not a good time. And do you know why, Gaz? Um, I do. But I'm going to let you tell the listeners also why it wasn't a good time. Well, it wasn't a good time because I had to have two back molars extracted. Yes. And um, I know what that's like. One of my teeth that I had to have extracted had three roots, not mm. just one each side. It had three. It did not want to come out and it's painful. So I feel for you, guy. I feel for you. Uh, well, fortunately, now I've, I, I've now been what's going this about a bagel. Oh, yeah, well, that's actually how it happened. It's so weird. Um, now, I've got various crowns. Well, yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> but for whatever reason, uh, I was I started to eat this bagel and my very back molar on the lower right hand side, which has a crown where the crown came off. And when the crown came off, that tooth also, the, you know, the root that was left cracked. And then the, the, the tooth right next to it cracked and Ow. broke at the same time. And it's like, I'm eating the flippant bagel here, you know? It, it, and it's not even like I've got crunchy peanut butter or anything on it. It's, it's just butter. That's, that's all I had on it. Ah, so uh, I decided also at this point to switch dentists. Uh, I had the dentist that I had had, uh, actually, uh, she, uh, she was from, uh, Egypt and she had retired back in the early nineties. And I'd been using this dentist since like 1985, but I'd kind of stuck with the office because they were local. And when I got married, my wife had been using the dentist that I ended up going to see and had been taking the kids there because she'd re- really liked this dentist. And I was like, you know what? There's absolutely nothing that is holding me to this other dentist that I've been using for a long time. So I was like, okay, well the heck with them. I'm going to go with the dentist that the rest of the family uses. And just based on all of the dental work that I had, of course I go in and I am literally scared to death. I, you know, I, I feel like my life is about to end because of these two <laughs> broken teeth. And 
uh, he kind of, he's looking at me, he goes, you seem very nervous. And it's like, well, yeah, you're about to take two teeth out of my mouth. And he was like, all right, guy, let me explain something to you. If you feel any pain during this procedure, I have failed as a dentist with that right there made me feel good. But the, but <laughs> what he, <laughs> but what you hadn't read was that the previous 10 people all said, <laughs> you failed as a dentist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on but the review board. This guy, after he finished dental school, and this was quite some time ago, uh, before he started his practice, he also took uh, a lot of classes and got it also got a degree in anesthesiology. You know, how to knock somebody out. Right. So he's he's like a he's a double guy. You know, he he can take the teeth out and he can make the side of your mouth feel like a block of wood, which is <laughs> basically what he did. So he got the two teeth out, and it's going to be like two or three weeks, actually more like four weeks before they can be replaced. So I'm kind of waiting on, on all that. Um, but next weekend, uh, now this is a big deal, uh, here in the United States, there hasn't been a total eclipse of the sun in 99 years, a very, very long time. And guess what? 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 Donald Trump actually becomes president and you get a total eclipse. That's brilliant. How does he do it? Well, it's it, it basically. Oh, you know what? I I can't go there. <laughs> oh, there's so many ways I could go. <laughs> so, are you going to watch it? Yes, we're uh, we have a hotel in South you Carolina. See you won't be able to see it in the hotel, mate. No, 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 no. But it, it, we're, the hotel that we're staying at, we're like ten miles away from the totality of of okay. of seeing a total total eclipse. Um. And I had to really pull some strings to do this. Number one, all the hotels in the so, area. So did you arrange the total eclipse then? Oh, it's, yeah. You pulled some strings. So it was you, it, it's you that's done it. Oh, of course. Well. Of course. I'm you know, well, it's, you, you, know, know, impress, you impress me at the most unusual times. Well, you know, what a lot of people say to me instead is. Let's, let's just keep this brain melting stuff to ourselves, okay? Yeah. Yeah. The brain melting stuff. Um this is also my wife and uh, and my 25th wedding anniversary. So congrats. I, thank you. I, but I, I figured this would be a great way to kind of round out the, the 25 year celebration because yeah. the, the anniversary is actually on the 29th of August, but okay. for whatever reason, I couldn't delay the eclipse till then. So uh-huh. yeah, I know. Yeah. I, people. I know, I know what's wrong with what's, you know, what is wrong with God in general that he can't delay a simple thing like the entire universe so that the eclipse happens on our anniversary. I, so he could have just adjusted the solar system a little bit, <laughs> just anyway. a little bit. And the last thing before I, I get off this soapbox that is Guy Searle, um, I'm recording the show in a different way tonight. <laughs> I know. Shocker. 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 Uh, I, do you know, you, I, I've <laughs> got to get in contact with the Guinness Book of World Records because you can't record that many ways. Surely. Oh, it's, surely. Sure you, you can. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Hang on a minute. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know that one existed. We didn't know that one existed. <laughs> we didn't know that way existed. Yeah, but and Guy we, found it. You did it. You did it. What? We didn't know that existed. <laughs> Wait a second. Does that piece of hardware actually exist? Yeah. So, uh, it, it, it basically it's studio one. It's a, it's a new digital audio workstation called studio one. And it, it's, well, it's new for me. I I haven't used it before and, and I'm kind of eh, waiting, looking to see how it's going to work. Um, as far as editing goes, uh, we'll see, you know, it, it, it's got some tools, that GarageBand doesn't have, and the the one of the things that I really liked about it was that. Oh, so are you not using GarageBand? No, I'm not recording in GarageBand at the moment at, at all. Strictly in Studio One. The That's fucking amazing. I know the noise gate works much much better in getting rid of of background noise. So, um, and there's a couple other little effects that I have that I've put in. 
And um, we'll see how the editing part of it goes. <laughs> you sound all right. So, <sighs> well, that's all. That's all the same stuff going through loopback. So, okay. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, it's when the listeners all um, call in on um, our Skype number um, seven zero three three six nine five zero one. Do yeah, you know that'll happen? So seven zero three four three six nine five zero. Did I say it right? And I didn't. Even you did. It. You did. Blimey. That's incredible. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, when they ring in telling us that um, actually you sound awful, then we'll know. The yeah. yeah. Well, again, how different is that going to be from week to week? But yeah. I, I also picked up off of eBay this uh, Personas Audio Box 44 VSL, which is a uh, multi-track in and out device. It's four in and four out. So I can connect four different audio sources to this box and then through USB 2 get four out. So this is going to be my new travel box. And of course I'm looking at, you know, microphones and, and all kinds of stuff just because I guess I can. <laughs> um, let's see, I guess. And that's it for me. And, cool. and I'm looking at your first sentence here. <laughs> okay. So guy. Yeah. Why should you never fart in an Apple store? Tell me Gaz. Because they haven't got windows. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy, busy week for me. Um, we've got a big project at work, and I'm a big lead in it. Oops, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Written here. Um, the, yeah, right. Um, the purple line on the arm might got fixed. I oh, what did that turn out I, to be? don't think I told you about it. I think No, I you did. You did tell me about the purple line. I knew about that. Yeah, but I don't think I told you I got it fixed. I think um, I came on with Carl. Did I? I think we. I, I can't remember last time we spoke. Anyway, it's been fixed. So it was the screen, apparently. Ah, okay. Dead. Dead. Deader. But they had a replacement screen, so they fixed it all in. Anyway. Excellent. Um, but I've got a bit of an odd situation with the Apple Store because um, I've bought something, which I'll come to later on. And they have sent the confirmation email to an address which I will no longer be using. Well, in fact, I've not been using it now for seven months. Um, Luckily, the company that I've stopped using say that they continue to send you emails for at least a year, which I'm quite thankful for, which is very good of them. Um, But I'm trying to work out because I'd moved anything relating to this address to a new email address. And in fact, I didn't think I was still using this address with anything Apple, you know, even before we moved and I I had to change my ISP provider. So I've got no idea this one's going to turn out because I've got to get in contact with them and say, um, I signed in with my normal account in getting these products and you sent an email to this account, which luckily I'm still seeing and luckily I'm still receiving emails um, but I, I've gone into all of my accounts cause I've got an iCloud account and a separate, um, 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 iTunes account. Sure. And that email address doesn't appear on either of those. Now, when I bought these products, I signed in with one of those accounts. So can please help me, Apple, help me. Where the hell did this email come from? So I'm a bit confused and um, a bit concerned cause I've got no idea what's going to happen there. So yeah, interesting. Not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting a weird hum from you. Hum. Hum. Did you hear the phone going earlier? I had to put myself on mute then. Oh, um, telephone was ringing. T- yeah. Yeah. But it was one that I can't stop because it's the house telephone. Ah, what is so, going on? So here? I don't know why you're getting a hum from me because Nothing's changed my end. And nothing's the fans not going on the iMac, nor should it be, because it's not being taxed at all. Hey, I'm going to check and make sure that this is you. I'm going to mute you for just a second. Okay, so you can edit this bit out. Yeah, well, or I'll just leave it. Folks, we'll be right back. Okay, folks, sorry about that. Um, (laughs) For whatever reason, Skype decided to put, like, a really heavy hum in the uh, in the background of uh, the audio that was coming from Gaz, as soon as 
as soon as I quit Skype and came back in or, or brought gas back in, it, it had stopped. So, uh, I don't know. You know, it, it just seems weird that it happened at the exact same time that I changed my recording setup. <laughs> so, um, this, this is for James Turner. Yeah. Ooh. I like okay. it. Now, the reason I said that is because as we were talking, um, here's the conversation that I had with him um, uh, from James. Hi, Gaz. What's that music sample app you've been using? You make loops with it or something. And I went, um, I've no idea. Loops on iOS. You sure it was me? And he went, um, yes. And I kind of, ah, yes, I remember. <laughs> it was yes, your, it was your app pick last week, wasn't it? Or it the week thicket. before? It was thicket. Yes. I've had it before. So, but, uh, and this was the one. So that, that was for you, James. Okay. Well, um, a little diversion there. Sorry. Oh, well, pff, it, it, my, what would the, my Mac podcast be without constant oh, the, and total, you know, diversions? Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be um, probably another show. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Should we get over to um, the MyMac recent articles, of which there might be a few? Yeah, oh, there's many, many. All right, why don't you take the first one? Uh, well, yes, I am going to take the first one, but first of all, <laughs> I'm just going to try and find out and understand where the hell I should be on my um, – on my board oh, because show notes or soundboard a soundboard because I think it's all gone to pot for some reason. And I don't know why there we go. Right. Okay. So <laughs> now I am back <laughs> club Nintendo level one, six, nine, Aaron and Tim greetings, Tim, the enchanter yeah. talk Splatoon to Amiibo, Amiibo, usage in Metroid and Nintendo's great quarterly results and so much more. Go over, download and listen to Club Nintendo Level 169. And next up is another podcast, the Essential Apple Podcast number 51, Madden Madness, Microsoft Paint, $4 million an hour and the most expensive watch in the world. Carl Madden, host of the Mac and Forth and the Here and Now show. Notice both of those here shows there, have here like and an there. here and there. Oh, here, here and there. there. Okay, well, but both those shows have like a mm in it. The eh. Yeah, so it's Mac mm Forth and here mm there. Anyway, <laughs> founding member of the Essential Apple Podcast and and one of the biggest reasons Simon ended up getting into podcasting in the first place and becoming a co-host. He, well, he joins Simon while Mark is off enjoying a 100-mile yes, cycle enjoying ride. Enjoying air quotes. Yeah, and, and I did. I did the air quotes. I did. Geekiest show ever, 268. AOL, absent of ladies. We lead off with the weather and tales of torrential downpours and flooded classrooms. Then up is our talk of visiting historic battlefields. Go over, download the... Geeky show ever, AOL, absent of ladies. I'm not sure whether those show notes relate to what actually goes on in the podcast or not. But anyway, there you go. They relate to that podcast just as much as our show notes do. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Kettle and pot. I should. <laughs> Uh, next up is the ThinkSound TSO3 Plus mic in ear headphones. This is a review. A review. A review. By him, Gilbert. The uh, ThinkSound uh, model number here. Headphones company. Think. Oh, my God. Why did I have all that stuff in there? <laughs> the newest in-air headphones from ThinkSound. The uh, insert model name here. Improve <laughs> upon this company's previous <laughs> offerings. These earbuds are wired earbuds with a built-in microphone and a single button music phone control. The insert model name here are listed at 120 US dollars and from outward appearances are similar to the other four styles that think sound sells. 
yeah. Can I just correct you? You did meant you did say these earbuds uh, are wired ear for. Then you said earbuds again, I think. But to, actually, these are supposed to be in. They call them in ear headphones. So I assume they are earbuds, as you said, these earbuds. But um, when it then goes on to say earphones, because for me, I don't know about you, Guy, but if someone says earphones, I expect an over-the-ear experience. Yeah, me too. If somebody says earbuds, I expect it to be, you know, hello, I'm coming in. <laughs> anyway, let, my little diversion there again. God, what's wrong with me today? F1 2016 for Mac by Feral Interactive. This is a review by what? Skillsy. Um, I'm quite looking forward to reading this. F1 2016 by Feral Interactive is a racing game based on the 2016 Formula One season. It features real tracks, real cars, and real drivers from the world's most prestigious prestigious racing series. Created by Codemasters for the Xbox, PS3, Ash. For PC and Steam platforms, F1 2016 has been ported to the Mac by Feral Interactive. While not a complete simulation in terms of car adjustments and difficulty, it is much more a simulation than an arcade game. There is much realism in this game with a corresponding learning curve. Go over, take a full read of Scott's review. So you're, uh, you follow F1 at all? <laughs> I've been known to. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, TechFan311, fail. Tim. Yes, Tim. Very good. And David, get about 10 minutes to chat before Wire and Skype let us down, just as Skype is letting us down today. So we could continue with two solo segments. Go on over, download, listen, enjoy. Let's talk Apple 47, July 2017. Joining part this month are Nick Riley, Linda Goucher, Scott Wilsey from the Don't It's Alone. It's Alone podcast. It's hard to do without teeth in my mouth. <laughs> and um, myself huh. from this podcast. Um, go over, download, listen. We basically go through the months. Apple News, quite useful. And, um, I mean, it, it is quite useful, actually, because um, we can steal his show notes. <laughs> Guys, you are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, the Google OnHub and Google Wi-Fi mesh routers. This is an update by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Ah, very good. The OnHub router left above was introduced in yeah because everyone can see the picture was introduced in mid 2015 and we reviewed it positively at the time this is what happens gaz when you have a ton of of articles from the mymac.com website and you don't have time to proofread them yeah no well hands up i didn't go in and do it either so i'm not i'm not going to complain to you. okay okay well that that's going to come in good in just a little bit um right. it was a rebranded google wi-fi a year ago google still sells on hub at a reduced price of 145 dollars the new smaller google wi-fi right above is the current version on both routers google keeps the software firmware and security settings current with updates that are performed in the background via their cloud service, you can purchase additional units that, unlike range extenders, gives you broader Wi-Fi coverage via mesh capability. That seems to be the big buzzword this year. Yeah, Using yeah. the same SSID, these new units are compatible with the original OnHub. They can serve as additional access points to increase coverage, lower left, in the larger and multi-story <laughs> homes. Actually, it doesn't say that. Both devices constantly scan and automatically switch to whichever Wi-Fi band is faster, 2.4 gigahertz or 5 gigahertz. They contain two 2x2 two two radios, two to receive signals and two to send them. Typical Wi-Fi routers don't do this. And if you really want to know more about this stuff, uh, listen to the Gamac Geek Gab. <laughs> David Hamilton knows all about this stuff. 
Yeah, they're, they're, I, do you know, I'm not so sure, though. I, I I would wait, folks. If your Wi-Fi and you're happy with your Wi-Fi at the moment, if I were you, I'd wait. Because these items, these mesh systems are cheap. They aren't cheap at all. And for me, that you know, yes, they work, but there's still a few things which they need to do to, to get them working absolutely yeah. spot on. So, well, and not only that, but it's still relatively new technology yeah. for consumer not for business but for consumers yeah yeah so if you if you're you know, if everything's going okay just just give it a wait week. for a while just wait for a while yeah but i mean if you're geeky and you want to go and spend the money then yeah could just knock yourself out yeah, dude yourself Okay, Leofile EEL wireless neckband headphones this is a review by him Gilbert Okay, Jim likes the Leofile EEL earphones on many levels. The sound quality is up there with the best of any Bluetooth earphones, even at three times the Amazon price of 50 US dollars. The bass is clear and solid at high and low volumes, but it's never overpowering. Uh, the highs uh, are clear and the mid range. Is delivered with a punch that is not expected from a product at such a reasonable (laughs) price. Go over and read Jim's full and comprehensive review of the Leofile EEL wireless neck band headphones. Oh, me. (laughs) If you you would like to... And there's actually... uh, uh, Tim put out a a tweet and a Facebook post trying to get uh, some new writers over to the mymac.com website. So uh, this is a great time. If you're a writer and you want to cover tech stuff, wonderful time to join the MyMac team. All you have to do is contact John Nemo. Nemo at mymac.com is where you would send the email. And let's see if we can get you writing for the mighty, mighty mymac.com website. Yeah. Gaz, how can people get a hold of you? Send an email to gaz at mymac.com or send me a tweet, twitter.com forward slash gazmazgazmaz. How about you, Guy? Oh, it's so simple. Guy at mymac.com or Mac Pettit on the Twitters. And, of course, our phone number, which you said earlier, that's 703-436-9501. Yeah. So, should I get us out of here? Yeah, why not? Because, <sighs> because you should. Wow, this has been, you know... I, I changed I changed the the uh, the the DAW that I record the show with, and Skype decides to take a total dump on us for this entire segment. We'll see how the next segment goes. Everyone, except for Skype, stand by to stand by because Skype sucks, and we'll be right. Skype sucks back. Private Eye, Mac and Tosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance, film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called The Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's The Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store. Two that just can't keep their hands off their the G-Men on the .com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the Mighty My Mac podcast. Episode 6 6 Eight extraction, distraction, and you know the reason for the name of this particular. Ow! Ow! My mouth hurts. There's no, there's no app for that, is there? No, there is not. There is no so, app for that. Tell me, guy. Yes. What have you put into the middle section? Oh, it's a, just for crazy. A quick for a quick little chat up. Well, there's a um, 
There's an article on the nextweb.com, which is a, a site I don't typically go to, but the, no, I don't. I don't often go here, actually. But the um, it, it kind of intrigued me. Uh, the advanced mobile location controversy, and what this basically is in in certain countries, and I think the UK is is part of it as well. Have this thing where if the person that's holding a uh, a smartphone, except of course for an iPhone, uh, if they dial the emergency uh, services number, then it turns on all of the different radios, you know, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, cellular, all of it, in order to pinpoint the location of the person that's calling. And um, so far, there I think there's like five or six countries that are doing this, that are cooperating on this. But if you own an iPhone, well, you can't do it because Apple is um, ignoring requests to enable this feature. And when I first started to read it, all I could think of was, well, why, you know, why wouldn't you do this? And as I, as I started to read a little more, it it looks to me like this is almost a, a backdoor way into these phones to, you know, it, it just, it just seems like this is something that could be abused as far as lo- your actual location goes. And if m- maybe that was why Apple was like not cooperating. And then I, I kind of looked at it a little bit more and here in the United States is already a thing. It's called the wireless enhanced nine eleven, And it's so far it's, it's in like three phases. You got the basic nine one one where all calls are relayed to a uh, call center, regardless of whether or not the mobile phone user is, is a customer of the services being used. Uh, E911 phase one, which is where wireless network operators must identify the phone number and cell phone tower used by callers within six minutes of a request. And then phase two, which is 95% of a network operators in service phones must be E911 compliant. Um, and wireless network operators must provide the latitude and longitude of callers within 300 meters within six minutes of a request, which sounds pretty much the same thing as, as what this advanced mobile location thing is. What do you cool. think? Well, yeah, I, I, there's a lack of response from Apple, isn't there here? Which, well, according to the next web, which is, um, obviously the reason we can't take it any further to understand whether your assumption about the possible backdoor, um, although I don't, I wouldn't deem it a backdoor. It's more probably like a hack that can be uh, created by having all of those suddenly turned on. But that's not, I think actually of all of the phones, the Apple phone is probably the, the most secure. So that does surprise me. So it will be interesting to find out why Apple are, aren't actually instigating this. So mm, if it's going to save lives, I agree. But um, yeah, you could also be right that it's, it's could just be another infringement on people's privacy. privacy. Yeah. And they, they get kind of preachy with this, you know, the yeah. next web does. Okay. So, you know, that automatically gets my hackles up yeah. when, when I read something like that. And, you know, this is part of the problem with a lot of, uh, especially in tech, um, writers yeah, you, to begin with. Yeah, we've gone, we've gone away from having a reasonable um, discussion, uh, discourse, discussion and, and, and report, which actually pulls out all of the pros and cons. You've either, you've either got to be on a pro side or on a con side, haven't you? It's either got to be the reasons are this and so, f- and so forth. It, it means that, um, Whereas it's never that black and white, is it? There's always a bit no, of gray. Not typically. There's always a bit of gray in there, and this this certainly doesn't seem to hint that there's any gray. It just says they could do this and you know help so many more people. Well, yeah. Funnily enough, it is the first time I've um, come across it. You you mentioning it. So unless any of the listeners out there have got any further info, um, 
this, the, I'd like to hear what Apple say about it if they're going to say anything at all, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, you know... If, Which if, actually is a, a little bit different because Apple have been much more open recently, haven't they? So... Well, yes and no. Um, they, you know, considering the okay, debacle... Okay, a, a bit more open then. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. But considering the debacle of, you know, the, the Mac Pro over the last couple of years... You know, they they absolutely had to say something. They couldn't just go, yeah, okay, it's the trash can until we're all dead, okay? So that's how that's going to work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, if anybody knows anything else about this, uh, you know, let us know. I, I would actually be curious to, uh, to to learn a little bit more about this. But this I'd, was- like, I'd like to hear something from Apple. So, Tim, either contact me directly and I'll, you know, yeah. Tell everybody why in the next show or or send an email to, you know, Guy perhaps. Well, I I you know, I look at it this way. Now, you know, I probably won't be on the show next week, so that would be an excellent opportunity for you to have Tim Cook on. I think we ought to do it. Yeah. Okay. So next week everybody tune in to have uh hear Tim Cook on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's gonna happen. You can see that happening, can't you? I can. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, the next story, he says with air quotes, uh, is just something that kind of made me laugh. Um, Amazon, always looking for ways to separate you know, cash from your wallet, has decided to try to make food that doesn't, make, that doesn't need refrigeration. And then in an attempt to be funny, I put in here not to be outdone. Samsung is looking for ways to make food that isn't actually food. (laughs) Apple, meanwhile, just wants to automate meals where you don't actually have to eat them. You just have to think about them real hard. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, we like Amazon, don't we? That's not from the next web. By the way, no, that was from TechCrunch. Though the Samsung and Apple parts were from me. Okay, so so let me ask you a question, then, sure. Guy. Unless you've got, have you got another um, item that you just one, like? just one? Okay, small. Well, let's talk about that, and then I'll ask you a question. Okay, uh, the iPad Pro Smart Connector struggling for traction, and you know, it, with when the original twelve point nine inch iPad Pro came out, it had that you know, that, that smart connector that you could connect up Apple's, uh, keyboard slash, um, cover. And then also Logitech had the create keyboard, which I I was able to pick up at a good price. And the only other thing that I've been able to find that uses the smart connector is uh, Logitech's base stand, which just uses it for charging, you know, for those times when, you have a huge base to yep. plug in an iPad and not just a cable though. You need a, that same cable to plug into the base <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I think they've gone astray on that smart connect. Haven't they really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a bad idea because um, I know that with Bluetooth keyboards, not so much, I guess like in the last year or so, but early Bluetooth keyboards could really, really lag. And, you know, you'd be typing and then you'd look up and you'd see like the last six or seven letters that you typed are just like just now coming across the screen. But it hasn't been that way in a while. So, I, I mean, do you think that the, the smart connector is too limiting or is it just too difficult to implement in that well, just, it's just in that one spot? Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's the biggest. I, they obviously had other ideas and and i think this is where a steve jobs like person i'm not going to start jumping on that steve jobs it wouldn't have happened if he was here all i'm going to say is socks that's all i gotta say yeah yeah absolutely not everything that steve jobs came up but you need someone that we get the feeling steve jobs was like this and you need this type of person there to go and actually, I'm put, I'm not putting myself up for this, but it's something that I do every day of the week at work. I have to ask this question: Why? What What is that going to give me that any other connector can't do? What What 
what's the next step? What's the next stage? What's the iterations beyond it being able to give me a nice angle for a Bluetooth keyboard? Or for just and a I, keyboard in general. And I, Yeah, and I don't think they've got those questions that they're asking themselves enough of at the moment at Apple. Now, that is, I'm not saying that's because Steve Jobs is gone. Every company can go through this in certain areas. But I do think at the moment, Apple perhaps ought to just step back and go, actually, we, we ought to just, you know, ask the question a little bit more and, and go back to the ethics that we had on some areas. Not everything, not everything. I'm not saying they're failing. I'm not saying they're <laughs> doomed. I'm just saying I think there are areas where perhaps a a, an influence that asks the question and questions them as to why and what the next step is, great. Now, they might have plans for it, Guy, but nobody's seen them. we don't know anything about Nobody's seen them yet. So, you know, let's let's not be too derogatory because they could have some wonderful plans for that type of connector, that connector on the iPhone. And I'm sure they do. I'm sure they <laughs> I want to hook up hard drives. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll Track see, pass. we'll see. But I, I, I do get the feeling that there's a little bit of, um, you know, not enough self-questioning at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So here's my question to you. Okay. How important is 4K TV? Mm. Um, at the moment, I don't think it's really that important. Um, do, you, do you think that it's going to be more important than 3D TV? <laughs> when was 3D TV ever important? Ever. Correct. Correct. Um, uh, I'm hearing a lot more about people wanting to watch and have availability of 4K material. You have the 4K iPhone, and there are plenty of other um, devices out there that record 4K. Sure. So I think I think it's probably much more important. It is much more important than 3D TV. Uh, 3D. Uh, any 3D television was. Well, 3D um, has always been a a niche kind of, you know, gimmicky concept. You know, I mean, hell, the Three Stooges used 3D for some of their shorts. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so, yeah, I agree. So, so I think 4K is quite important. So, here's my follow-up question. Okay. How important, if we deem that 4K will become more important, which I think it will, how important do we think that the Apple TV should have 4K um, capability? Put it that way. Um, and if if we feel that they need to follow suit, do they need to be able to have the capacity to use their current um, Apple TVs with 4K, or do you think they won't care and they'll just bring out a new version? Oh, I think they'll just bring out a new version. Um, the 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 problem. What well, number one, the 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 Apple TV is geared toward iTunes. This you know this is what the Apple TV does. It's a conduit mostly for iTunes. Now there's all kinds of you know new channels being added, and and some of those are. 4k ish, you know, there's 4k channels in YouTube and all the rest of that. What I don't know is whether the current Apple TV, uh, would be capable of yeah. out, you know, ex outputting 4k content. I agree with you. I agree with it. And I, the thing is I heard a, a rumor and well, I'm not sure whether it's a rumor. I heard somebody say that, Somebody in the UK downloaded a movie and on their invoice or some piece of paperwork, which they had, it stated that they had the high quality 4K download rather than just the high definition 1080p download. Hmm. Uh, and now it only happened the once apparently, and I'm not sure how accurate this is, whether this is just pie in the sky. But that's why I then asked that question about the importance of 4K. Because if it's coming, do we think we've got a new Apple TV? Or do you think they'll actually give an update to the firmware? Or do we think the, the current Apple TV will be able to go and move on to 4K? 
And how big a win would that be if Apple turned around and said, now you can use your current Apple TV 4s with, uh, with 4K? If Apple was able to just turn a switch and turn on 4K output in the current Apple TVs, uh, it would be <clears throat> it would be a win for consumers, and probably overall a loss for Apple because if the if the current fourth was it fourth gen the yeah. current Apple TV yep. if the current Apple TV was capable of being updated to output 4K content then why would most people that already spent 149 to $199 on them go out and buy a 4k Apple TV? Well, well they wouldn't because their current one would be able to, but what I'm saying is that would be big kudos for Apple for more people to go out and get them. Oh, you mean the current one? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't happen often, but I, I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that because uh, I mean, right now, people you know, they're going out and they're buying Roku boxes, or they're buying Amazon Fire devices, or they're buying you know whatever the other smart boxes are. And unless they have a lot of iTunes content built in then they're not buying the Apple TV. I don't think the Apple TV is really selling in, in all that, you know, Precisely. huge quantities. Precisely. That's why I think this would be a big kudos win for them. Because if, if, if people had to go out and buy the next generation Apple TV to upgrade to 4K, that's just another, oh, here I go again. Here I go again. They just want a box. They, they set it up. It sits under the TV and they crack on with it. I like the 4K TV, um, the fourth-generation Apple TV. We use it all the time. Yeah, I love the way I can. I love the way we can put our BBC iPlayer on it. I love that way I can put Now TV on it. You know, occasionally use the games. Though that's rare. Oh, you know, having the applications on it is great. It's great. And my daughter said uh, she's got the third generation. She said, "Can I put iPlayer on here?" And I said, "Unfortunately, no. You can't. I don't think." I'll have to check that out now. I've said that. Um, anyway, so I think there would be a big kudos win for Apple if they could then make it 4K um, and just carry on selling it because that's all they'd need to do. Yeah, it would be I'm the same so, model that, I'm not, that they have I'm not now. saying that's what they can do. I'm not saying that's that'll happen. But um, And then, obviously, you can then start buying that 4K content, content from right. the Apple Store, of course. So we shall see. We shall see. I think, you know, if they have to come out with a new device to then move on to 4K after them saying, you know, we're going to fix um, TV and they're just getting. They're, the they're hoping that people will forget they said that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just they, a thought that crossed my mind. Why they, they have we, not fixed TV. No, no, not by a long way. And I don't think anybody will, if I'm honest. I'm probably not. So shall I take us out? Okay. Okay, stand by for your 4K TV to stand by <laughs> for your 4K TV, and we'll be right back with an Apple 4K TV. Yeah, and 4K U. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. The G-Men. Better than you realise. But then they'd almost have to be. And welcome, everyone, to the third and most likely kind of final section of the MimeHack podcast number 668. Uh, well, at least for this week. For this week. For <laughs> this week. And, and Gaz, I agree with that. that. I'm nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. 
It's time for Gazzy's tip. Okay. Pages on, pages on the iPad. When you double finger tap, it highlights the sentence rather than the single finger tap, which highlights just the word. That's the tip for when you're on um, pages on the iPad to, you know, get I, around stuff. I did when you want to delete. It did no, no, nor did I. It was purely coincidental. I put two fingers. I, I, I often double click to get select up. And obviously it selects the words that you're on. Sure. I then, for some reason, did a double tap and it selected the sentence because I needed to highlight it and move it, cut it and paste it, whatever. Um, and uh, yes, so a double fingered tap highlights the sentence. A single um, fingered tap highlights just the word. Yeah, you can just tell pages to jog on. Anyway. <laughs> Nodding head. <laughs> That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Yeah, I've watched um, um, Hot Fuzz way too many times. <laughs> That's such a great movie. Yeah. <sighs> uh, do you have a, a a pick tip? I do. Okay, so this this circles back to um, my purchase earlier, which was on the Refurb store. And Ooh. the Refurb is my pick. Say, the Refurb store at Apple. I know they're not making them anymore, but I snapped up a couple of time capsules. And I'm hoping that I'll be able to use the um, AC Wi-Fi capability that will be coming with them. I think it's the AC, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but But my pick is... Just keep an eye on that refurb store, folks, especially if you're interested in the machine, because uh, they have some, you know, good deals. Great bargains. They have some great bargains. Now, did you now, get the, the time capsule or the one with the built-in hard drive? What do they call the time machine? No, there's time machine and time capsule. So, uh, time, mach- time machine. No, not time. Oh, no, damn, it's a time damn, capsule. Damn. Hang on a minute. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Did, all right. Uh, let's let's break time this capsule. down to, time it, capsule. to its... To its Base level. Did you get an Apple device from the refurb store that had storage? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you could, all right, that's the time capsule. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. That's that's the one I got. So but I'm hoping obviously it's the, the, the stood up one, you know. Yeah. The stood up, you know, stood standing, that one. And uh I I actually picked some hardware this week too. Did you? Um, I did. I did. This is a, a a pretty good podcasting microphone for well under $50. As a matter of fact, Jonathan Braun of the Mac Geek Gab used this at uh, MacStock when we were out there. It's the Knox UMO1, which is $39 on Amazon. It's very, very similar to the Audio-Technica 2100. Uh, it includes a terrible desk stand, so don't use it. And both a USB cable and an XLR cable. And you can pick these up. As a matter of fact, you can pick up this microphone, a pop filter stand, and a, um, uh, what do they call that? You know, the, the, I've got one right here on my desk that you can, you put a microphone in it, and you can swing it around all over the, you know, it's. Oh, new. on the desk. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I can't think what they're called. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> think of what the. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. See, now I have to go over to Amazon, <laughs> and I've got to figure out. Let's see. You see, you see, I I don't have that problem. I just move on. I just <laughs> boom, a boom stand. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like seventy bucks, I think, for the microphone, the stand, and Ready? the pop Ready? filter. Yeah. Ready? Well, Rick, have you been to the diesel oil again? I have. I have been in the diesel oil. Um, I don't think either one of us have checked any of the social stuff, so we no, no, we, we slap our wrist. Apologies, folks. We um, we've just been too busy. Too yeah, busy. It, it has. It, it's been it's been, it's been a couple manic. crazy weeks. Uh, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you to to leave feedback, how would they do so? Ever so easy. I'll just move on to my soundboard and get Z cars going. There, there we go. go. Can you hear it in the background. No. Yes, I can. So. Send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Cars. 
at mymat.com or send a tweet to uh, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz g-a-z-m-a-z or send a tweet to twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a-z cars you can also send an email to feedback at mymat.com that's at mymat.com well i'll let you well, we're, no, carry we're, on let's so just, let's just power through okay power through go for it all right guy it, guy if somebody wanted an email from guy because guy's the one and they <laughs> you remember guy how would they all they have to do is send an email to guy at mymac.com that's g-u-y i am also on the twitters my twitter handle there is mac Ooh, and uh, you can also contact Fearless Leader Tim and say, you know, how much longer are you going to let these guys ruin this show? And that would Two be weeks. That, that would go to feedback at mymac.com. and of course our ever so popular Skype number. I you know I have to keep dumping money into this all the time with all the calls we have coming in. Uh, and that's one or plus one outside of the United States. Area code 703 <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. And, you know, it's weird. Since I quit smoking, it I keep thinking, oh, man, my, my lung capacity is growing and growing. It's like, hey, stupid, you smoked for like 30, 40 years, and it's been a month. What? It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little longer than that, dude. It's like, yeah. no, I want instant gratification. Otherwise, no. what was the point? The point was you'll live longer. Oh, yeah, because that's what everybody wants. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, I think I'd like to say for yes. both Gaz and myself that we are ever, ever, ever so grateful. Yes, we still can't believe it each week. <laughs> that you have downloaded the MyMac.com podcast and that you listen you know, week after week after week. Yeah. Not only do you download it, but you listen. I mean, we think you listen. We, we, yeah, we, we assume. <laughs> could be a, could be a gross, you know, miscalculation on our part, but you know, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> we kind of we hope that you'd listen. If you take the time to download it, you know, just go ahead and listen. What the hell? What's the big deal? Um, but I think that because you know, Gaz, all of these people that listen to us, that I think that they believe that we are yes. good enough. Yes. And most importantly, that we are smart enough. Absolutely. And the dog gone it. Yes. They like us, those people. Right. Yeah. Guan Paka. It's not Klingon. Kalistui. <laughs> Tuiseli. Pualeli. Putibian. Hampadian, Takia Te Onko Hanan, Pasa, Kalisunut, Koska Hanan, Avonsa Alta. So finished. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that must be the end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Yeah. That'll work. Okay, um, you put what did you put here in the intro? Oh, quarterly update. Okay, yeah, yeah and then I put yeah. guess what? No, <laughs> all was perfectly normal. <laughs> all right, I'll start us off. You ready? <clears throat> yeah. Did they did they actually like fly into your window, or were they just outside the window? Kind of. No, no, no. One of one of them actually flew into the window. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, you have failed me for the last. Yes. Yes. That's what the window said. And the other one said, You cannot escape your destiny. (laughs) Oh, let's Uh see. Uh oh. I think soundboard is now going to crush. Kill the Batman. Yes, it's going to crush. Let me me crash it. What does it look like 
when it crashes? How do you know it's going to crash? Um, I get the yellow rainbow of death. The yellow rainbow well, of death? You know, sorry, the circling rainbow of death. Ah. Devilishly clever. Yes. Victory. That's It'll get him so you have to kill yourself to sell a story around here. Roger, roger. No, 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 no. Not the wet one. Don't ever push the wet one. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Of course, you realize this means war. Awesome. No computer is required. Uh, yeah, see, this is the problem when you have too many <laughs> carts and you can't make up your mind which one it is you want to use. That sucked. So we're back. <laughs> wait, no. wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. Don't. Uh, that, that, that's not right. Let's see. How can I ever thank you enough? Yeah, well, you can't. Automatically. The real reason. No. Of course, I'm not bright about doing things. Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. How can any race be so stupid? Anything wrong? And she's not only merely dead. He's really he's most sincerely dead. dead. Clap your hands. <laughs> My nipples explode. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? <laughs> what have they got that I ain't got? Courage. Oh, you could say that again. <laughs> right. Is his head tilted because his brain is odd? I'd go with the odd brain. An odd food. brain from Guy. I'm just eating a quip. What, what kind of chips are you eating today? I don't know what they are. <laughs> I can just bring them to you? Oh, ah. sorry. Mrs. Gaz. <laughs> See, now I can't use that in the after show. I'll just put a... <laughs> to bring it to you. Okay. 